Hello, welcome to another message titled, Depend on God's Grace. Ephesians 3.16 says, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner man. So we cannot overcome sin by our own flesh and power. This is actually one mistake that a lot of people make. But as they grow in maturity, they understand this truth. Ability comes from God and God alone. Every good and perfect present comes from God. It is not him that wills, but God that shows mercy. So it's just not by your own power. Let the Spirit sanctify you completely. Depend on him. Depend on the Holy Ghost. Depend on the Holy Ghost fire. Depend on his voice. Depend on him in prayer. And keep feeding your soul and hiding his words in your heart so that you will not sin against him. The more you meditate on the word of God and hide the word of God in your heart, the more you'll be equipped to be able to resist sin. And then you also pray, not just reading the Bible, but you also pray for revelation and understanding. Once you combine those things, it's going to help you that way. God strengthens us with power. We need power, grace, and help from the throne of grace. Jesus is the high priest that meets all our needs. He is the life and the life giver. So tell him, tell him to strengthen your inner man and help you to overcome sin. The more grace you receive from the throne of grace, the easier it will be. This is the way to have victory. Any other route or shortcut that you want to take, those are deceptive doctrines. Jesus lived in the perfect will of God. Paul himself said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. So when you go through the whole New Testament, even in the Old Testament, you will see that the great men and women of the Bible made effort to be blameless. They made effort to walk with God. That's the way you're going to live in constant victory. Someone might give you fish, but the person might not teach you how to fish. But Jesus himself is interested in you knowing how to fish, knowing how to die completely to sin. You need more power in your inner man. The inner man needs help. Pray for power in the inner man. The glory in you needs to increase and you need to be transformed from glory to glory until you are filled with grace and glory. That's what God wants for you. He wants you to dwell in that place of glory where you constantly experience him daily. You'll be refreshing the glory of God daily and keep renewing the anointing. So the more sin dies in you, the more that glory of God that you have in you will increase. The glory is meant to increase. The glory that you received when you became born again is supposed to increase. That's the mistake that a lot of people make. They just stop there. They don't make any effort to increase that glory of God. The Holy Spirit lives in you. He does not increase or decrease. Why? Because he is a person. So he is himself. But the glory that comes from the Holy Spirit, that comes through the throne of grace, by the Holy Spirit into your heart, that's Jesus himself. That glory is supposed to increase. And the more you're having that glory, that's the tangible anointing of God, that's the tangible presence of God. The more you're having that life of God in your inner mind, the more you're getting ability and grace to be able to resist sin and overcome. There is no kind of overcoming that you can do without completely overcoming sin and living in the perfect will of 
God. That's where a lot of people make mistakes and then they find out that they are constantly living in defeat. Once you do things the biblical way, the Bible says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. So you need to follow things that way. Just look at Jesus. If you know how Jesus did his own thing, do your own thing that way. If you know the way that Paul lived, live your life that way. That's the only way that you are going to guarantee victory. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of grace, mercy, truth, and glory. By him, God fills us with grace, glory, truth, and ability. Second Corinthians 12, 9 says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is perfected in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly in my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So we, we need the power of Christ to rest upon us to be effective as Christians. But most of the time, we neglect this. We think we can do it on our own. God's power is made perfect in weakness. So the more Paul experienced weakness, the more he knew how much he needed the grace of God. In weakness, you realize how much you need him, how much you need his grace, how much you need his ability. Paul recognized his weaknesses and need for God. Remember that he said in Romans 7, 23 to 25, but I see another law at work in my body, warring against the law of my mind and holding me captive to the law of sin that dwells within me. What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, with my mind, I serve the law of God, but with my flesh, I serve the law of sin. So this flesh is the problem. It is the natural inclination of man. This flesh is the natural tendency of man that is at work in our members. And this flesh manipulates man through the emotions. That's why we need to discipline our unruly emotions and make sure that our intellect is controlling the emotions. Emotions should not dictate what we should do because emotions can destroy when they are not directed well. So we need our will and our intellect to subdue the emotions and make sure that the emotions are not being destructive and not leading us to places where we start causing harm to other people. So that is that law that is at work. That law primarily works through the emotions. So when the devil begins to whisper to the mind and you accept those thoughts, then it goes to your emotions. Then when it's seated in your emotions, then your emotions begin to control you. So when those thoughts are coming, you just have to reject it before it becomes a powerful emotions that's making you do harm. God's power needs to rest upon you before you can be completely victorious. So we need God's power and we need the word of God. We also need to pray. So you can see it's different weapons that we're going to be putting on now. That's why I always talk about balance. It's just not one thing. You need so many things together. Even though we're talking about the grace of God and needing God, but you know you need other things too to combine, to be able to get that thing you need, to be able to get that power, that ability, that grace that you're seeking from the throne of grace. You need the word of God. You need to pray. You need to fast. Psalm 28, 8 says, 
The Lord is their strength and he is the saving strength of his anointed. The Lord is our strength. Ability comes from God. Jeremiah 31-33 says, But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, said the Lord, I will put my law in their inward parts and write it in their hearts and will be their God and they shall be my people. So God is the one that writes the law in our hearts. That's why I said you need to combine so many things to be able to defeat the devil. Just not one weapon that you need. You need to defeat sin because it is sin that is giving the devil upper hand over. So if you want to fight that battle very well, you don't go directly. You go and fight sin. When you fight sin, conquer sin, you've conquered the devil. That's how it works. That's how Jesus did his own. That's how Paul did his own. So people that think they're fighting with the devil, yet they don't subdue the flesh, they don't fight sin to defeat that sin, get victory over sin. They are misled. That is the devil talking to them and misleading them, making them go the wrong way way when we meditate on the word of god and pray god writes his word in our heart so it's god that does it it is god that causes the word of god to grow so when we keep meditating on the word of god then god himself will be the one writing that word in our hearts causing the word of god to grow romans 2 29 says but he is a jew which is one inwardly and circumcision is of the heart in the spirit and not in the letter whose praise is not of men but of god so circumcision by the spirit is when the holy spirit tackles the sin in your members and cuts off sin from within begins to cut off all those appetites all those desires all those cravings that are destroying us taking us away from his will away from his way jesus is the way away from what god wants that narrow way is a narrow way it's not going to be easy that's why we need to discipline we don't need to think of how we're feeling but we need to think of what does the word of god say the word of god says that we should not lost we should not gossip we should control our tongues then we focus on our mind there we don't let our emotions control us and do what god does not like he is the one that is the holy spirit the one that will destroy that desire for sin that lives in your members second thessalonians 2 13 says but we are bound to give thanks to god always for you brethren beloved by the lord because god from the beginning chose you for salvation through sanctification by the spirit and belief in the truth so this is how god redeems us constantly this is how he renews our mind through sanctification by the spirit and belief in the truth if you keep walking in this way you're going to get to christian maturity and that's how you're going to be a warrior that's how you're going to defeat the devil with spiritual weapons with the complete armor of god putting on the whole counsel of the word of god hearing the voice of the holy spirit being filled with the holy spirit that's how you're going to do being led by the holy spirit having the gifts of the holy spirit having the fruits of the holy spirit being awake in the spirit being alive in the spirit walking in the spirit walking with god that's how you're gonna do it that's how you're gonna get victory like i keep saying it's not by just thinking you're doing wrestling match with demons and with satan people who do that they're constantly doing it and they don't grow why because they don't know that it's a spiritual battle they need spiritual weapon to fight that's what they need first peter one two says elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father in sanctification of the Spirit for obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace be multiplied. Sanctification is by the Spirit. We cannot sanctify or purify ourselves. God wants us to be meek and humble. He gives grace to the humble 
but resist the proud. So we need to know that anytime we're not seeking truth, we're not seeking the word of God, we think we know it all. It is pride and God does not like it when we do not have teachable spirits. Keep praying for more and more grace and keep feeding on the sincere milk of the word of God. Keep praying. Then the Lord himself will give you ability. Keep meditating on the word of God. Keep desiring to grow until you get to Christian maturity. If you want to know your God and do exploits, this is the way to go. There is no shortcut. If you are patient and you're obedient and you walk in the way that God wants, you're going to get to the place of victory and maturity. May great grace be upon you. May the Lord himself establish and perfect you to his own glory. May the Lord bless you and keep you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Have a good day. Remain blessed. Bye.